Amen. Why don't you take a seat? And if you've got a shaker, why don't you put it under your chair so it's nice and quiet? Because you need to listen carefully because Stephen has got some things, important things he wants to say. Good morning, everyone. Happy Easter. So it is my pleasure today to be able to just spend a few minutes with you just talking about baptism because we're here today as a church on Easter Sunday to celebrate Jesus dying and coming back to life again. And we're also going to be looking at baptisms down at the Water Meadows later on. So we have got three people being baptized. We have got Mel, we have got Beth, and we have got Bella. And each of them are going to do three different things. They're going to do three different steps. First of all, they're going to share their testimonies. That's their story about them and their life. They're going to come up front shortly and answer some questions or talk about themselves and why they've come to the stage of wanting to be baptized. Secondly, we're all going to get up. We're all going to walk down to the water meadows. We're all going to head over towards the river. And the, the candidates, the three people being baptized, they're each going to get in the water, and then they're going to answer some questions. They're going to make a vow and confess that they love Jesus and they want to follow him. And then they're going to do the actual baptism itself. The third step is we're going to actually get them wet. We're going to dunk them under the water and then lift them all the way back up again. And so today, just for the next few minutes, I just wanted to spend a couple of minutes talking about baptism, using some things that I've got in my bag that I have packed ready for a journey, because we're all on a journey in life. We're all taking different steps and going in different directions and ultimately heading to different places. But for a lot of folks, baptism is about taking a journey, and it's kind of a marker or a waypoint on that journey. So in my bag, I've got some items to help me just to talk about these things. So I packed this last night, so hopefully I haven't forgotten anything. So this should be dead simple. Can anyone tell me what this is? A map, yeah, okay. If you're under the age of, I don't know, 18, these old fangled things used to show you where to get from A to B, okay? So if I open this one up, it's one of Winchester. Uh, it's got the local area. I think I can see Mervyn and Claire's house somewhere up there. Okay, so it tells me where I am, and then I can use it to figure out where I want to be. And then I can plot a route, and I can decide, oh, I'll take that path, or I'll go on that road. So it is, it is a way that I can decide where I am and where I want to be. Now, if you've got a sat-nav in your car, you can do the same thing. You can say where you want to go, and then you can set it off, and it will tell you which direction you should go in. It should say, turn left, turn right, go straight ahead. Or you can put a new waypoint in on the way, and you can say, actually, I want to stop off at McDonald's on the way home, or something like that. And you can say, I want to stop off there, and it'll direct you to McDonald's, and then it'll direct you back onto your original path again. And baptism is like one of these waypoints that you can plot on that journey that you're on. So I said that we're all taking a step forward, we're all taking journeys, we're all going different directions. And baptism is a way on that journey, a lot of people think, that they can say, here is a marker I'm laying down, here is where I am today, and I want to be baptized today because I'm making a step in my journey. Now, what else is in my bag? This is a little bit like a map, but not quite. So here I've got a guidebook, okay? This one's a guidebook of 50 walks in Hampshire and the Isle of Wight. I don't think I've done any of them. Um, the, yeah, they're quite long, a lot of them. Yeah, but this is a guidebook. Now, a guidebook is interesting. A guidebook is slightly different from a map. It's got maps in it of the different routes and walks that I can take, but it's slightly different from a map because what it does, it, it describes my destination. It tells me a little bit about the best places to go and visit, the best pubs to eat at, where I could sleep if I needed to stay over, things I can see, things I can do. It tells me all about my destination. And for us as Christians, we've got a guidebook that we call the Bible. And it explains to us the details of this journey. It explains to us all the things God has done in the past to show how much he loves us. 
and shows us how we should be behaving now, here today as well. It also describes the destination of heaven, and you can read all about that in the Bible. So there we've got a map, we've got our, our guidebook. Now, the next one. If you're American, I think these are a flashlight. Uh, this is a torch. Now, torch is useful for when you're, when you're visiting somewhere, maybe you're camping or something like that, and you need to find your way to the bathroom in the middle of the night across a dark field. It's really useful for lighting the way for you to go, showing you the way ahead. Now, the thing about a torch is that reminds me about baptism is that I can look at this, but I can't tell without turning it on if there's any batteries inside, if there's any, any, any juice inside, any power in there. And that's a little bit like our baptism candidates today, like the three of them. I could look at each of them and go, I don't know what you believe inside your heart and your head. I don't know what's going on inside you. But if I turn on the torch, I'm hoping this works. Uh-oh. Okay, you've got to use your imagination. I've turned on the torch. And there's a really bright light. I can see that the torch is working. Now, obviously, this one, I've left it on in my bag, haven't I? So it was working this morning when I tried it. So when you look at the torch, you can't tell from the outside if it works or not, just like I couldn't tell until I tried it. But like our guys being baptized today, baptism for them is a way of showing outwardly what's going on inside. So they can, we can't tell from looking at them if they believe in Jesus. We can't tell if they're a Christian, unless they go around wearing T-shirts and things like that that say what they believe in. But on the outside, we don't know what's going on with them internally. But baptism is a way of saying to everyone here today, to friends, family, everyone in the church, saying, today, I'm going to tell you exactly what I believe so that you know what is going on inside my heart. It's a way for them to demonstrate to everyone what they believe in. So I'll pop my torch down. Oh, it's on. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) It's not going to go off now, is it? Okay. Right, next in here, just a couple more items. Can anyone tell me what this is? Anyone at the front? Any of the Larkin boys? You familiar with these? A washby. It sounded like I picked you out deliberately. I didn't mean to do that. It's just that you were in my eye line. It's a washby. Yes, yeah, so if you go on your journey, if you go on to stay overnight somewhere, you'll want your face cloth, your soap, your toothbrush, toothpaste, that kind of stuff. But what else do you need to get washed? Water, yeah, you need some water, don't you? So you need some water to wash with. So if I end up with dirty hands, I'll go and find some water and I'll clean the muck off. And baptism is like this as well, because they're physically going to get into some water, and it's representative of being washed clean. It's like saying, all the old muck in my life, Jesus is going to take that, deal with it, and wash it clean. It's going to make me as white as snow, the Bible says. And so you're letting God take all of the muck in your life, all the mess in your life, and he's given you a clean start, just like having a wash bag. Right, I think I've got one more item. Let's see. Who knew it was a passport? Oh, well done. Oh, it's on the screen. Okay, well done. I thought you, thought you were very good. Uh, this is not mine. This is one of my kids. It says European Union on the front. Um, so baptism is about identity. So the passport tells me who I am, what nationality I am. It'll say things like where I've been. This one's pretty empty. And it's all about my ID. It's who I am. It's kind of representative of me, where I live, where I come from, all the places I've been in the past. And for our guys being baptized today, they've got their identity in something as well. They've got their identity. They're putting their identity in Jesus. They're saying that I'm part of his nationality now. I'm part of his family 
my old life has gone, and it's like being given uh, like a witness protection program. I've been given a new identity, so I've got a new name, a new nationality, a new family that I belong to, and baptism is part of this journey of having a new identity in Jesus. So I'm just going to read uh, a couple of verses from, from the guidebook, not that one, from the Bible, and uh, these are just going to explain a little bit about what I've been talking about, so hopefully they'll come up on the screen as well. So this is the message version of Romans 6. It says, this is what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. We left the old country of sin behind, and when we are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. We entered into a new country of grace, a new life in a new land. So I just love the way that talks about how our identity is new, but also talks to us about Jesus' death and resurrection, we talk about it on Easter Sunday, we remember it today, but we can actually see it in people's lives where they are being buried and resurrected along with him in baptism. And then one more verse, this one's from Colossians chapter 2. It says, going under the water was like a burial of your old life, and coming up out of it was a resurrection. God raising you from the dead as he did Christ. When you were stuck in your old sin-dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive, right along with Christ. Think of it, all sins forgiven, the slate wiped clean, that old arrest warrant cancelled and nailed to Christ's cross. So today, the challenge for each of us is, is where am I on that journey? We could all be in different places, different points along that. Some of us might be far along, some of us might be just starting out. Some of us might even realize that we're on it. What is the next step that you need to take? What is the next step on that journey look like for you? And what's going to stop you from taking it? So we've got three very brave people today who are going to get into a river and be baptized. That's going to be their next step. There's opportunities in the future for other people to take the same step or to take steps before that, like just giving your life to Jesus and saying, I want a new life. I want a new identity. I want a new beginning in Jesus' family. So thank you. I think notice is next. So over to Joe.